0: It's time for JT the Brick.
1: Always always great to be with the Brick.
2: This is how you do radio in a professional sports town and this hasn't been a professional sports town. It was just UNLV basketball for how many decades? Now you got the Raiders and you got the Golden Knights. It's big boy radio.
1: JT the Brick.
2: Hey JT, how you doing, man? My radio show's a little bit more intense. It gets a little bit more crazy. It gets a little bit more emotional. It's big boy radio.
0: And now, here's JT the Brick.
2: Raider Nation, let's go. Our number two, Modelo. Modelo. We are here at Cafe Americano, right at Caesars, right in the front right off where those gorgeous statues of the horses are, right where Evil Knievel jumped over the fountains. One of the best remotes we've ever had. We thank Modelo. Hey everybody, how about raise your glass to Modelo for giving us this unbelievable setup today. Unbelievable, we are thrilled to be here. I'm excited here. Hour number two, brought to you by Modelo and my great friends at remy martin it's finally time no more mock this mock that no more this is the number one choice this should be the number one pick it's finally draft day and there's only one true Surefire pick. I'm going with Remy Martin Cognac. Team up for excellence. Enjoy the draft, everyone. Remy Martin. Team up. Remy's one of my proudest partners. Been with me, Tori, and his entire team forever here, and they are part of our draft coverage as we're coming to you from Cafe Americano and the Latino voice of the silver and black. My guy, Harry Ruiz. How are you?
3: Muy bien, JT. It's great being out here. Being out here with my Raider Nation yes. brothers and sisters seeing them enjoy Las Vegas. It's NFL Draft Day, round one. We don't have a pick, but I'll pick each and every one of these fans to be our fans. They're the best fans in the world.
2: They love the Spanish voice of the silver and black. You connect fans all the way from Mexico City, all the way around the world. How excited are you about this off season going into next season, your role on the broadcast?
3: Super excited last year we had a great team they they made noise 10 wins that's no pushover it's a, it was a great team it was a playoff team this year i see even more potential in them and that's gonna make the raider nation keep growing i know we gained a lot of fans in mexico last year now the raiders have exclusive marketing rights with eight other teams to market in mexico and they're gonna make noise believe me jt they want the fans in Mexico to come back. I know that there have been other successful teams the last couple of years that you've seen bandwagon fans go their way the Raiders, they're going to make noise this year and they're going to get those fans and back.
2: That Patriots crap in Mexico. Give exactly. me
3: a break. Give me exactly. a break. With the
2: pa- the Raider Nation is Mexico. Exactly. Mexico is the Raider Nation. Los Mexico. Malosos, Los Raiders. Muy bien. Alright, uh, as you know, you're doing more and more radio with me. When you get a great caller, you put him them up first. Chris in West Oakland who I've been to many games with him at home and on the road. Chris, you alive live on the strip. How are you?
4: Hey, JT. Sounds like there's a hell of a party to be had. Before I get to the draft, what I was going to say, by the way, I loved your interview with Tommy White. Great to hear hear that guy. One thing I've always respected so much about Vegas is so much of it's built by union workers. I believe for a long time, unions have been the backbone of this nation. It's nice to shine a light on that guy who's doing a great job with all the construction. And everything going on there in Vegas. So all my brothers and sisters in the black hole, Razor Modello. I know JT Remy Martin is your choice. I'm still a Crown Royal guy. Everybody have a, have a shot to sip because today isn't so much about the draft. It's a celebration, and everybody's put on display what Mark Davis has built with the Raiders. This guy's take shot take shot after shot from members of the media from everything from the way he looks to his haircut. Nobody thought this guy could get get what done what he got in Las Vegas. I was heartbroken when the Raiders left Oakland. But I understand the business side of things. I understand that Oakland is and always will be run by a bunch of imbeciles. And what was built in Oakland couldn't happen in Vegas because the powers of B were just too incompetent to get it done. So everybody raise a toast. Raise your Modellos. Raise your Remy Martins celebrate the Raider Nation today because this is on display for the whole world to see what Mark Davis got done as a businessman that nobody thought he could. And as far as the draft today, JT, I don't have a lot to say. Other, I know they don't have a first-round pick. Maybe they move back up in the first round. Maybe they don't if they see something. I don't want to see them give up a, you know, a really good player to do that. I don't think they will. But I think the one thing that the team hasn't addressed – we still don't have that dynamic linebacker, but most importantly, this team's got to go beef up the offensive line. You can't go out and give Derek Carr all the weapons on the outside, not being able to protect them. Um, Colton Miller's going to be set for a few years. He's got the contract. He's been a really, really good player, and he's about to. Be, you know, he's, he's right there on the precipice of being a perennial All-Pro. We need a right tackle. I'd like to see him get a center or a guard. Get a couple of swing linemen that can play all positions because there's always going to be injuries. But first and foremost, in the draft, I believe this team, besides the linebacker position, we've got to beef up the offensive line. Give Carr time to stand in the pocket, and this offense can set records that the Raider Nation hasn't seen probably since the Rich Cannon years. Anyway, my friend, raise your Modelo. I know it's going to be a three-day party there in Vegas. I wish I was there, just couldn't attend. Have a great time, and thanks for letting me run as Thank always. Thank you, Chris. Christian
2: West Oakland, good to have Oakland. And it's a great segue to Harry Ruiz, the Latino voice of the Raiders, First off, they got Leatherwood. He was 17th overall. He's here. He's not going anywhere. He has to be developed into a pro bowler. Not a manageable player. He's a first-round pick. Colton Miller, I, I suggest right now, this year, he goes on a four- or five-year pro bowl run. He's got to be a pro bowler. They seem to like Andre James at center. And then when you look at the guards, they have depth at the guard position, but they don't have star players there. Harry, I don't like draft and offensive linemen because... It's hard to get them to play the first or second year. They get manhandled by big, strong guys who have been in the league eight, nine, ten years. How important is it for them to get an offensive lineman outside the draft on June cutdowns or get someone who's released because of price point?
3: Yeah, or preseason cutdowns. You yes. know that there are teams that are going to get rid of some players that other teams are going to jump on their positions and be like, we need this guy on the field that's what I always say wave one yeah it gets us excited but there's always wave two and wave three you get June and you get August as well don't get desperate the Raiders are gonna get this team better they want to win they want to win soon and they're gonna find a way to do it in the draft like you said they're gonna get manhandled it happened to Colton Miller in his first year as a pro and now look at him he already earned his extension he's already getting the bag The Raiders will end up finding a guy that's going to get the bag soon as well. Harry Ruiz, the
2: Spanish voice of the Raiders, joins me when I do a special toast. I always do it with Remy Martin, a Remy Martin cocktail in my hand. My wife loves the sidecar. She will have one tonight with me, so I raise my hand to Remy Martin. All right, so there is no pick here, and the Darren Waller news, it was garbage. Now, i got to be careful here because if something ridiculously stupid happens, I'll be accountable and I'll come on the air, but I know Darren well. You know Darren well. He wants to be here. I think the Raiders want him to be here, and the Raiders just got better with Devontae Adams. If they don't have Waller, it's a major step backwards. That's why I'm confident Waller will be here after the weekend.
3: JT, you see the situation with Debo Samuel in San Francisco, and he's not showing up for practice. He's not showing up for team meetings. He's not doing anything with the 49ers. Darren Waller, everybody's saying he wants a new contract. Everybody's saying it besides him. He's showing up to practice. He's in the building. If that's the case, it's because he knows he wants to be there and he knows he's going to be taken care of in the future. That's what happened with Derek Carr. He was in the building first day of offseason despite not having a contract extension yet. What happened? He got his contract soon. Darren Waller, it's not the time yet. He has two years left in his deal. I got a feeling 2023, he's going to get that contract that he deserves. Not that he only wants, but that he deserves. He's one of the most productive tight ends. He's one of the best weapons in the league. He deserves a contract.
2: Harry Ruiz joins us, Latino voice of the silver and black. And then it brings us to Hunter Renfro, who is salary-friendly to the Raiders now because he wasn't a high draft pick, and he's played beyond his ability. Well, maybe not. Maybe his ability is 100 receptions a year. They'll eventually take care of him, too, We would assume McDaniels and Ziegler love the slot receiver, the greatest ones ever to play. Two or three of them have played for New England, from Amendola to Welker to Julian Edelman. That's what Renfro does here in Vegas.
3: Exactly, and you see him on the field, and it's the mold of the guy that they want to have on the field as a slot receiver. He was productive with the John Gruden era. Now imagine what he can do with Josh McDaniels, with the coaching staff that the Raiders have he's only gonna keep growing and that's scary for the teams that the Raiders have to play against and that's gonna put a lot of smiles in the Raider nation's faces he already became one of the most popular guys on the team he's gonna become even more popular and the same thing he is gonna get taken care of the Raiders already saw guys leave the team in the past because of contract situations Mark Davis isn't gonna let that happen if you drafted them You're going to keep them, and you're going to reward them with what they deserve.
2: We're talking to Harry Ruiz, the Spanish voice of the Raiders here. We are live from Cafe Americano right here on the Strip at Caesars, brought to you by Modelo, the fighting spirit. I have my bucket of Modelo's on Friday. I'm having one today. I'm celebrating the draft. Two young players, Trayvon Mullen, John Abram. Tell me where they are a year from now because – they got to play, and they got to play well. A lot of draft equity went into these young players to start and be perennial pro bowlers here. They haven't lived up to it. A lot of it has to do with availability.
3: They're both going to be playing for their contract. They're both going to be playing for their continuity with the Raiders. They need to have a good season to get rewarded by the Raiders to get that contract extension because if they don't produce for the defense, they're not going to be able to continue with the team. They're going to look for other options to continue the formation of this defense that has taken steps forward took steps forwards last year with Gus Bradley. Now you got a new defensive coordinator, a new staff. Let's see how they adapt. But there, this is their prove it here Prove that you deserve to continue with the Raiders. The
2: best thing that happened to Jonathan Abram is Tyreek Hill is gone. Ooh, know that right? was a matchup nightmare. But also Kelsey. When you look at him being a matchup nightmare, I like Trayvon Merrick because he plays center field. He plays deep center field. I I like that in any type. Now you want a safety be able to come up and stop the run. He's a young player. He'll develop. I need a center fielder who can bat balls down and get over to one side of the field. Evaluate his play from calling the games.
3: You saw his big plays happening deep in the field when the opposing quarterback tried to throw a 40-yard pass and that he went to support the cornerback that was covering the speedy wide receivers and he would deliver the smackdown on that wide receiver and avoided the completion to happen. That's what I see with Trayvon Merrick. You don't need him to have 10 interceptions to be the big safety to be that guy you just need him to prevent those big plays from opposing teams and you know that the broncos have weapons the chiefs they lost Tyreek hill but they have a lot of capital in the draft and they can we've seen great wide receivers getting picked the last three years they're going to go for a wide receiver this year and he's going to be dangerous against the raiders the chargers they got great weapons with mike williams and keenan allen Trayvon Merrick, he's the guy that makes those passes not be longer than 15 yards. Like, you limit the opposing team from getting big production, and Trayvon Merrick is the guy that wants to limit those 20-plus yard plays.
2: Harry Ruiz, our good friend. You'll hear him more and more on the radio with me as we continue here on Raider Nation Radio. So a couple other players I want to get to. What do you see with Devine Diablo and Malcolm Kuntz? Two young players here. Mike Mayock liked them a lot. I think the former coach, Rich Passacci and John Gruden, love their ability to get going. Nick, Nicholas Morrow no longer here. When I look at the linebacker position, they've got to get out of this draft with a linebacker. They have to, and the linebacker has to make the team. It's hard to do that in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. you got to prove, especially on a team that's a 10-win team, that has a little bit of depth. What is the priority over the next three days to get a linebacker who can play?
3: I think it's a day, Whoa, round three, round four, four round five yeah. those, that's when you got picks you got to come out with the linebacker out of those and I've been reading I don't like going into names because there's hundreds and oh, hundreds about and hundreds, it. hundreds of.
2: Not, that player is not going to be there exactly. when the Raiders are there they're going to have to find one of seven or eight linebackers who got out of the first day and are deep in the second day
3: exactly but I've been reading that the linebacker position is deep this year for the in the draft. So the Raiders have to pick someone in that position and make it be productive. The difference with Divine Diablo, Malcolm Coons, and Nate Hobbs was that Hobbs was able to show out in the preseason last year. In those preseason games, big plays, you saw him against the Rams in LA. Nate Hobbs was spectacular. Diablo and Coons, they didn't shine that way. So they were kept behind and also they were in positions where they were getting more players so Hobbs got his spot the other two didn't but we saw them playing towards the the end of the year and my god Divine Diablo looked good you saw why he moved they moved him from safety to linebacker that versatility he has that speed he has the w- ability to cover guys that are tight ends that are bigger bodied fellas it's great now we got to see Coons you saw him get a couple of sacks just getting in the game limited snaps Coons he has the power he can make plays I see future in these two guys and plus Nate Hobbs. We already know it's not only potential. He has that ability to make plays.
2: Harry Ruiz is our guest. So Derek Carr is going to be front and center. He's an ambassador for this team. He's going to kick off the draft with Waller. That's a big deal. You've walked this footprint. You were here today. You're taking video. We want to tell everybody where to go find it. What do you think? I haven't been out there yet. I picked up my credential yesterday, and I saw the magnitude of that footprint and how big it is. What does it look like today?
3: It looks amazing. The crowd, the line wow. is huge. The line is huge. I've so what, friends to get into the experience? to get into the draft experience, to the fan experience. Though so all that area, they got autograph signings going on pretty much all day long. They got football players taking pictures with fans. They got other players doing activities like the chalk talk with Max Crosby scheduled tomorrow so the fans want to see those in person. Think about it, JT. When was the last time that we were able to do meet and greets with fans and players? The league didn't allow it at all in 2020. In 2021, it was super limited. So now in 2022, the fans want to take advantage of it. They want to be up close and personal with the players they see every sunday on tv so that's why we got huge lines of people trying to get into the draft experience and all of that means that we're getting folks to come into vegas to take advantage of this great city and enjoy their weekend out here and our businesses they're going to get a lot of money in their pockets because they deserve it they had rough times during the pandemic now it's time to pay them back
2: one of my biggest shows of the year is coming up here in a couple of weeks to schedule release we know Ooh. who the opponents are Let's talk about this. How in God's name do the Raiders have the toughest, third toughest, second toughest schedule every year? I mean, this is a beast. And I think that's why the sportsbook directors here, the handicappers, put them at 8.5. Raider fans are coming up to me saying, J.T., why 8.5? It's simple. Brand new regime, new coach, new GM. It takes time you could take a step back, historically teams do. Also, five games last year decided by either a game-winning kick or the last play. That could flip, say that five times happens, three times you lose. So people kind of handicap that in. But I think the Raiders are gonna be a much better team. I don't think they're gonna lose to teams like Chicago and Washington and the loss they had at the Giants. So I don't know what to say about this. The schedule to me is harder than I thought I think they gotta get out of the gate really quick, depending on what the travel looks like, and we'll be on the road for a
3: few of these games. Exactly, the schedule's gonna be super interesting. You wanna know what the balance is early and late of home and road games, if you're closing at home or if you're closing on the road. It was perfect last year because I think they only had two back-to-back road games. Everything else, it was home away, home away, home away. It was perfect, and then you closed at home against a divisional rival, and it ended up being the team that you were playing your playoffs so it was pretty much the first ever postseason NFL game in Las Vegas. It was it set up perfectly for the Raiders. And you know what? They say eight and a half. I say Raider Nation, jump on it. The Raiders are going to be in double-digit wins this year, and they don't want to believe in the Raiders. How could, well,
2: you, how could you be a Raider fan and not throw 100, right? 200, 500, 50? on the Raiders over the win total. You have all year to sit back and watch this. And if they pop over and get 11, 12 wins, you're cashing out and you're using that money on your Super Bowl bet, right?
3: There you go, exactly. And that's what I say. I'm like, trust the team. They're going to go over it. If the casinos don't want to give the Raiders a higher win total, make them pay. Take their money.
2: Uh, Wrapping this up, Harry Ruiz joins us. Brought to us by Grimaldi's, best pizza I've ever had. My dad's coming out for his 84th birthday. He insists on Grimaldi's. We go to all the locations, Grimaldi's over the draft. Order in or go get it delivered to you by picking it up. The $50 gift card is incredible.
3: All right, Harry. Sorry, friends from out of town, yesterday had Grimaldi's, and they said that what you say is completely the truth.
2: Never had anything like it. It's that good. Okay, as we wrap this up, Give me some vibe with the fans, these great fans of
3: the Raider Nation and what they mean to you. Heck, it's family. It's They're not fans. They're brothers. They're sisters. That's what it's all about. That's why I used to go to Oakland to hang out with Gorilla Rilla, with Senor Raider, with Violator, with Cisco, with Rob, rest in peace. With all of them, they're not fans they're brothers they're sisters it's family that's what the raider nation is all about and i was super happy yesterday i got to meet the winners of the raiders contest from mexico city they flew in eight folks to to las vegas they're going to enjoy the draft in las vegas they did a tour of the wait a
2: second this is unbelievable this is a raiders idea they reached out to you for this
3: they they told me about it and i was like you're going to have a lot of people wanting to come out to Vegas and it was the truth. They got thousands of submissions and they picked the four winners that did the best essays to wow. why they should come to Las Vegas. And they brought them and their significant others and they toured the stadium headquarters. I was there with them yesterday and they were like kids in Disneyland, JT. They they couldn't believe what they were seeing. We went through the team locker room and they were in awe. They were like like Derek Carr is here, Max Crosby's here. They couldn't believe it and They don't do tours of the stadium facility, uh, the The, the team headquarters. headquarters, And they were able to be there because they were the winners of the team contest in Mexico City. So now they're able to enjoy all of this. They'll be at the Dre's to enjoy the Raiders' draft party. They got a stadium tour tomorrow. So it's a big weekend for the Raiders, for their big plans in Mexico to keep expanding La Nacion Raider, the Raider Nation. Okay, stand up.
2: Let's get the Raider Nation going here. We got to hear
3: from the Raider fans. Raider Nation, let's go. Hey, wait up. I want to show that Cowboy fan how loud the Raider Nation gets. Raiders!
2: Thank you, Harry. Appreciate you doing this we'll oh, do it question, again I, I might need i might need someone off the bench you're not on the bench anymore for me on monday after this weekend here man i got i gotta need some rest on sunday after this draft right
3: hey i'm on deck all the time for you jt somebody else i might say i'm the, i'm a little bit tired for you i'm always available This is a great
2: crowd thanks for doing this all the Appreciate best it, have JT. a modello on Thank me you. a few of them there he is harry ruiz as we wrap that up coming up next vinnie Bonson, your will join us from the las vegas review journal We'll get his opinion on what could happen here in the draft. Any exciting news, rumors, what's going to happen along the way. I'm excited to be here on behalf of Modelo. Modelo up and down the strip. Our teammates here do an unbelievable job. And when we come back, Vinny B., he went on a great road trip, too. He went to Brazil. I want to get an update on that. And all my good friends who are here, we thank you for coming out, courtesy of Modelo, JT.
5: Well, in terms of what we're looking for in the draft, free agency, the, the really the entire team, I would say what we're looking at doing to do is build depth and competition. Like that's really, I think, a really important part of team building. Um, when you have competition through the top of your roster, through the bottom of your roster, and people are being pushed. Um, Like that's really the focus. And I think when you build depth and competition throughout your team, you're naturally going to build position groups that have strengths um, that benefit, whether it's the quarterback, the offensive line, the running backs, right? A pass rush benefits the corners, corners benefit a pass rush. So all those different things fit together. So our focus is about building depth and competition like throughout the team. And that's that's that is the focus.
2: That's Dave Ziegler, the GM of the Silver and Black. JT, back with you. Cafe Americano, right out front of Caesars. Brought to you by Modelo, Modelo, the fighting spirit. Have a bucket of Modelos with me, right here. Great day today. We'll be rolling across the, we'll be rolling across the street to the Raiders event. Uh, the Raiders have their party for their season ticket holders on top of Cromwell at Dre's we'll be there from 3 to 8 tomorrow night I'll be at M Resort Spawn Casino we'll be doing a, a meet and greet a kind of a it's, it's not so much a chalk talk it's more interaction with fans with Darren McFadden Jacoby Ford and some other alumni at M Resort Spawn Casino can't wait for that as we open up this hour let me get the passionate Raider who would love to be out here today passionate maybe you are here you just didn't tell me what's happening Man, JT,
0: I wish I was out there, brother, man. I wish I was, man. I've I've had to hold the fort down back here. Things happen with my mom and all. But you know what, JT, this today, today is about Raider Nation, JT. And, you know, the past couple weeks, man, I've just been sitting back and watching. What we have right now to celebrate Raider Nation is the first round talent that we have from top to bottom right now, JT, from years and years and years and years and years and years and years years of wishing that we would get this day right. It's right now. The whole team is first round talent, first round talent coaches. We've got it going on this Vegas, JT, and I can't be more hyped about this season, but like I told you, I'm gonna be humble about it, JT, because all I wanna do is win. I just wanna win, JT. I'm gonna be quiet when we're winning. I don't wanna lose, JT. Our future's looking good. The first round. what's everyone gonna to say today when they go to 22 picks? D.A. Just win, baby! Let's go! Everybody have a blast out there, man. I really wish I could be there with you guys. Be safe, have fun, love y'all, go Raiders,
2: Super Bowl, let's go, Raiders! Passionate Raider checking in, and uh, yes, Super Bowl could be the conversation, but they got to get to the playoffs first this year. No one covers the Raiders as good as this guy, my good friend, our teammate here on Raider Nation Radio, Vinny Bonsignor, kind enough to join us here live from Cafe Americano and vinnie as we begin you and i go back not that long but over the years when the raiders were thinking about it we met at a super bowl we talked about it and now the vision of the stadium here a 10-win team the super bowl coming and the draft today how great does that sound
1: yeah it's pretty amazing and thanks for having me on uh jt this was a glimmer in um, you know a handful of people's eyes um and a lot of people didn't think it was going to come to fruition a lot of people thought you know, uh, that it just was never going to work. And here we are in short order. Um, you know, and, and Allegiant Stadium is up and running. It was voted uh, one of the, I think, the top uh, fan experience stadium in its first year of holding fans. Um, the, the Super Bowl is going to be here in a year and a half. We've got the draft. We've got uh, the Pro Bowl, was, was here a few months ago. Uh, Notre Dame's hosting BYU. Uh, next year. Uh, there's just so many great events, and you know, you talk to the people in the NFL, and that's where you really get the feel for it. I think we see it, and we understand it, but you talk to people in the NFL who have come out here to, to watch a game at Allegiant Stadium and quickly realize the unique um, uh, sort of uh, environment and atmosphere and show that the Raiders as the anchor, the NFL, and then Las Vegas' spin on it has created It's one of the Special markets and special environments already, uh, you know, across the league and really in sports in general. I urge everybody to come out to a Raider game just to experience it and see what it's all about. And so the NFL is tickled pink ecstatic with how things have worked out. And obviously, signature events like today and this weekend. Uh, are what this thing is all about and what the NFL um, is going to continue to tap into in the years ahead.
2: Vinny Bonsignor is our guest. Check out all his great work, not only on Raider Nation Radio, but at the Las Vegas Review Journal. So take me behind the politics of COVID, the Raiders, the NFL losing Vegas for the draft, and then getting it back. Was that a simple process because they knew the Raiders were going to get it, or was it more complex? How would you cover the story?
1: Well, I think it was, um, it was, I'll put it this way, it was pretty seamless. And you know, you talk to people in the NFL now, um, uh, Peter O'Reilly, who's done just a tremendous job really kind of orchestrating this whole thing, you know, uh, along with the leaders of Las Vegas and Nevada, uh, uh Dan Ventrelli, the Raiders president, and everyone over there at the Henderson building. Um, but I think in retrospect, while nobody wanted to go through a pandemic or, or anything that we had to go through, but in, ro- in retrospect, getting that extra year to really, um, you know, uh, uh, look at what was going to be able to work here in Las Vegas for the draft uh, and, you know, using that as sort of a foundation for what they're going to create for the Super Bowl, it actually, the the extra time actually paid off. Uh, They made some tweaks. uh, They they, they made some changes. They were able to uh, secure some, you know, great talent that's going to be performing all weekend uh, after the draft show. Uh, so, you know, in retrospect, they turned what was a negative into a positive by u- really utilizing and taking advantage of that extra time to put on an even better show, and I can't wait to see how it all unfolds this weekend.
2: Vinny Monson, yours are our guest. So let's talk about the team and the needs to get in here. Everybody who's been asking me, it's, is it best available? Is it offensive line? Do you got to get that linebacker and just put him in camp and have a linebacker that's in the third or fourth round that has a little bit of name recognition and can play? What do you think the goal is of Dave Ziegler on day two?
1: Yeah, I think that um, it's definitely best player available, and uh, they're pretty determined and uh, disciplined about that. You know, I've talked to to he and and Josh McDaniels, whether it was at the scouting combine or uh, the owners' meetings, and when we talked to them last week, uh, they they really feel like the draft is how you build teams, not just for now but for the future. Free agency, which they did a tremendous job in, bringing in Devontae Adams, bringing in Chandler Jones, uh, really beefing up some other positions as well. Uh, that's to fill immediate needs and, and, and present needs. The draft is for the short and the long term. So they're not going to, I believe, kind of get sucked into any kind of a situation where, gosh, we need a right tackle or we need a right guard or whatever position they feel like they need um, in terms of the depth chart and and, and, and get caught in that trap of force-feeding something just to fill a need and maybe bypassing a better player as a result of that. And no, not to disparage anyone that was in charge uh, previously, but I think the Raiders were sometimes the victim of that a little bit, um, you know, in, in, in years past and recent years past. And I think it cost them a little bit uh, when you're talking about some of the first round uh, draft picks that didn't uh, really pan out. And I think that this group, Dave Ziegler, Chet Kelly, Josh McDaniels, um, are, are in a good position to avoid that. So, but the, the good news is some of their needs also marry up with the depth of this draft. So, While um, offensive line is is a big need, there could very well be a case at pick number 86 where there's somebody that they feel is the best player available at that uh, spot in the draft and also happens to be somebody that fills the need.
2: Vinny Bonsignor joins us as we wrap it up. So I love this. I asked this to Paul Gutierrez, who's here, and I'll ask you the same question about the chemistry between Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. I mean, we we haven't seen much yet here. Obviously, the draft is upon us, but what they did bringing in Devontae and Chandler Jones and how stealth they were. You cover this team. you got great sources, and they just came in like the Death Star and said, boom, boom, we want this and that. And then quietly, the Raiders get two of the best players in football.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, that really does start at the top, too. And, and, you know, we'll talk about Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. These are guys that went to college together, have worked together for a long period of time. So there was really no... You know, you show up to work, and there's a transition period of getting to know each other, starting to speak the same language. All of that's been taken care of years in advance. So they hit the ground running uh, in that regard. And no doubt that this is their vision um, of what they want to uh, do with this team moving forward. But you also need the support of Mark Davis, Dan Ventrulli, um the team president, uh, and, and the, the type of moves that they made, bringing in uh, Chandler Jones uh, at the price that it cost to get him, and trading to go get Devontae Adams, not only giving up assets, a first and second round pick, but then also the money that uh, required to, to keep him here long term. Those are organizational decisions where everybody has to sign off on it, and that starts up at top. And I think that you're starting to see the Raiders right now, um, in conjunction with a new leadership, uh, take a very uh, aggressive, bold, confident approach, and that's what you need to do to win games. To make your mark in the NFL at any level of professional sports, you need to be decisive. You can't just sit on your hands. You can't be complacent. Um, You can't be wishy-washy. You have to be bold. You have to be aggressive. And that's exactly what Mark Davis, um, uh, Dan uh, Ventrelli, and Dave Ziegler, Champ Kelly, and Josh McDaniels have been exactly. Vinny,
2: what do you think, speaking of Mark Davis on his Colin Kaepernick? Comments that's getting a lot of uh, retweets. A lot of people talking about it. We know what the Davis family's all about when it comes to inclusion. What he said about Kaepernick coming back to the league.
1: Yeah, and I think it's time to be honest with you. Um, you know, Colin Kaepernick. I think there were there might have been a period of time where people were wondering, does he just expect to you know walk into a building and be the starting quarterback? I think there was a little bit of um, mis. Uh, information on that he's come out and said look I, I just want to come in and try to help a team I'll come in as a backup and and be there and be ready to play if my number is called so that kind of reduces any of the you know whatever angst somebody might have had I think it's, it's it's overtime long overdue that Colin Kaepernick was back in the NFL this is a guy who um, was one of the really good quarterbacks in the NFL took his team to a Super Bowl uh, at an early stage of his career and you know his prime years honestly have been taken away from him uh, and that's not right and i think that he deserves a, another chance it doesn't surprise me you know that mark davis um you know is going to say what he's going to say about it knowing that history of the davis family and the raiders organization uh, i would hope that after the draft after the dust settles where the, where everyone's roster is where everyone's quarterback room is that there's a place in the nfl for colin Kaepernick.
2: Uh, Vinny, finally, you covered the Rams uh, before you came to the Raiders, covering the Raiders, and you covered the league as good as anybody. I I love the cockiness of the Rams with these mini-movie trailers and the beach house. They have the right to do this. They nailed winning a Super Bowl. And everything they've done has worked out really well in Southern California now that they've been there. The Raiders, any similarity that you see covering both those organizations, especially on what the Rams have done right the last two or three seasons and what the Raiders can draw from that?
1: Yeah, I actually do. Um, You know, uh, from the Rams' perspective, they knew that they had to uh, shed the St. Louis operation. When they got to Los Angeles, they were coming to L.A. to, to compete with the Lakers, or alongside. I don't say compete, but, but, but be as every bit as popular uh, as the Lakers and the Dodgers and USC football. And they weren't going to be able to do that sitting on their hands or um, acting like a team from St. Louis. No, nothing to disparage St. Louis. I think everyone understands what I'm talking about. And they, they, they came to that market, and they seized the moment, and we see what's happened. Uh, in that regard, and that's just going to continue to build over the years. Now, you look at the Raiders uh, as well. Um, You know, uh, I I look at it like this. There's takers and there's givers in this world. The the Raiders didn't come to Las Vegas just taking, keeping their hands out, just gobbling things up and taking, and just accepting the fact we're the Raiders. We don't have to really do anything. You know, we'll build a stadium. They'll come and all that. They've come to Las Vegas as a partner with Nevada, with Las Vegas, with Raider Nation uh, in, in mind as well. And they've, they've, they've taken this great opportunity, uh, what they have in that new stadium, what they have with the, with the great building uh, in Henderson, and everything that they have going for them right now. And they're putting it back into the product to make Las Vegas, Nevada proud, uh, Raider Nation proud. That's what it's all about. And they're acting the part of somebody that wants to take this and build from this and create greatness from it. And I really think that the Raiders are closer than a lot of people think. And I think the mindset that they have to get where they want to get to and kind of reward everybody that's been involved in all this is the right approach to take, and they're acting the part, and I give Mark Davis a lot of credit for that.
2: All right, so i got to hear about your trip. I mean, was this your wife's idea? Was this a lifelong trip? Uh, you go down to Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. How brilliant was that?
1: that was, it was great. Uh, I got to South America, so I got to check off another continent. Uh, on the list, yeah. I was actually in um, uh, at the scouting combine in Indianapolis, and my wife called and she says, "What do you think about Brazil?" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, that that sounds great." By the time I got back, the trip had been booked. So, uh, you know, sometimes be careful when you say when you sign off on things because you never know <laughs> where, what that's going to lead to. But it turned out to be just a tremendous vacation, a great getaway. Got a chance to unplug, although. Derek Carr's contract went down while I was there. I was able to talk to Josh McDaniels from Rio de Janeiro, which is one of the craziest things that's ever happened uh, to me. So uh, it was a great vacation, great time to get away, uh, and a great time to kind of uh, recharge the batteries and, and hit the ground running back here in Las Vegas.
2: Last one, Vinny. So first, second round, Raiders in the third round. You're sensing nothing. They wait, or could we be shocked at least getting somewhere into the second round if they love a player?
1: You know, that's that's what it's going to uh, come down to, I think. If somebody falls into that second round, into an area where they have the assets to move up to go get a player that they have to have, I wouldn't rule it out. But um, by the same token, I'm wondering, uh, and I tweeted this earlier, you know, you could you could take five picks and turn them into eight, nine uh, picks. Uh, in 2019, the Seattle Seahawks had, what, four picks in the draft? They came out of that thing with 11 picks. So I'm wondering, because... The way this draft is kind of uh, put together and, and the meat of this draft is in those, are, are in those middle rounds. So I'm wondering if the Raiders do the opposite and kind of trade back and pick up some picks along the way to get more opportunities to secure some, some really good players uh, in the fourth, in the fifth round to bring them in here and compete and try to build the best roster possible. So maybe if there is somebody that falls in the second round, I wouldn't rule it out. But more than likely, the way I see it, uh, Trade back, get more picks, and walk out of here. You know, with eight players rather than five players. Vinny, what's the rest of your day look like? Well, we're going to be over in Henderson uh, in just a little bit to kick it off. I know nothing's going on uh, with the Raiders that we know of. You never know, but it'll be interesting also to talk to uh, Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels at the conclusion of the first round to kind of get their. Remember, this is their first draft together, and it's Dave Ziegler's first draft in charge. And you know, I know for there's a human side to all of this, and here's a guy. Uh, who's put the work in, put the hours in, had a dream to do this, and and he's getting his first crack at overseeing a draft. So I'm sure, and I hope for his sake, he takes a little bit of time to kind of appreciate the moment for himself and all the personal uh, dedication and sacrifices that he and everyone around him made to get to this point. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he sees it, uh, you know, uh, overseeing his first draft.
2: Always appreciate and value your time, Vinny. Thanks for doing this. All right, guys, have a good one. Enjoy it. Thanks. That's Vinny Bonsignor from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. We had Paul Gutierrez in the first hour, and we get Vinny on the back end to cover the draft. I mean, these are two longtime friends of mine, and today you know, they're working the draft, but the Raiders don't have a pick. And as we said, treat it like a party. Treat it like Bourbon Street. Treat it like Mardi Gras. That's all you can do is have a great time. And when we come back, you know, he mentioned his wife and his trip, so his wife surprised him with the trip. My wife... Had a couple of April birthdays recently wiped out due to COVID. So she asked, where, where, what do you want to do this year for your birthday? And she's wanted to go see the Rolling Stones in Europe. So my wife and I are going to see the Rolling Stones in Liverpool and Amsterdam in June. So we met at a Stone show. Our kids are on Earth because of the Stones. So we're going to take a little time off and head over to Europe and see the greatest band in the world, and hopefully at their age, they're alive and kicking when my trip comes because I'm excited for that. Thanks again to Benny Bonsignor. When we come back, we'll wrap it up here from beautiful Cafe Americano, my new home field advantage. Jed, unbelievable job today. Appreciate it. What a great engineer. Had this set up brilliantly, seamlessly, and Bobby back in studio. JT about to have a modello right now before we head over to the Raiders party.
5: Yeah, I think there's always those opportunities always exist. Um, some teams are, you know, you can look at some of the statistics of teams that are more willing to trade. Um, some teams are more willing to trade uh, up. Some teams are more willing to trade back. There's some teams you look at their draft day history; um, they're not willing to trade at all. And so, you know, we, we go through all that. We go through all that, that data one to understand what some of the trends are of certain regimes. Um, but we also work through those conversations, and um, we're always going to be open to um, if there's a deal to um, to be made that's going to benefit the Raiders, whether it's moving up in the draft, whether it's moving back in the draft. Those are always things that we're going to be open to and entertain if we ultimately think it's going to you know, be a, a, a good decision for us to have a good football player. Chance of a chance
4: last-minute
5: trade before the draft? Always a chance. Yeah, always a chance for a trade.
2: All right, I can hear everybody now as we're wrapping it up. Look at the food here at Cafe Americana. What a great location. Thanks to everybody at Modello who put on this great party, the Black Hole. My brothers of the Black Hole here and everybody with the silver and black. Uh, Modello, what a job this was today. Heading over to the Cromwell, the rooftop there for the Raiders party. That'll be at 3 o'clock. We're on the air. I'm excited to be on the air with Jason Fitz from ESPN. Eric Allen, my partner there, and our two big guests are going to be Tim Brown and Charles Woodson, who are live on site there. So we got an unbelievable show lined up here at 3 o'clock from 3 to 5 p.m. Q Myers, Vinny Bonsignor, the entire lineup, uh, Clay and Heidi, the great job we've heard all day today. we got a flagship station here for the draft, which is absolutely incredible. I did not mention that the Knights were eliminated officially from the playoffs. We are part of the flagship of the Golden Knights, and we wish them well in the offseason season. I'm shocked that they didn't make the playoffs. I'm blown away that they didn't make the playoffs. I can't believe they didn't make the playoffs. And that's going to get dark in this town pretty quickly with no Golden Knights, but hopefully a good offseason. The team comes back and is able to do some great things in the offseason and win again, because this team was built to win a championship and to not make the playoffs. That's one of the wildest stories that I can remember in Vegas sports history, college or pro. It's shocking to me. Raiders draft coming up again third round pick when you look at the pick at 86 wonder who's going to be there if the Raiders trade in we'll have that coverage and we'll have that breaking news if the Raiders wait for that pick we hope it's the best player available that's what Paul and Vinny told me today we try I tried to pin those guys down in regards to what position group and from talking to Dave Ziegler and having the access that we all have it seems like it's best player available don't think they need a wide receiver in my opinion they need offensive line help I don't think they need defensive line help with Big John up front and Max and Chandler Jones, but you never know. Maybe another interior tackle. But I've been talking linebacker ever since I've been with this organization. This is going on 24 years. And going back to Greg Beekert, going back to Greg Beekert, this team has got to find a way to just hit it out of the park with a linebacker who can play at a high level and help this team get to the next level. So we'll see what happens a little bit later on today and if there is breaking news keep it here to your flagship of the raiders that is raider nation and we're streaming on the raiders mobile app and i think a lot of what we're doing today over at the cromwell will be streamed and you'll be able to find it at raiders.com as we get going here so as we wrap this up bobby I'm gonna go into the crowd, because we got a big crowd and thank everybody here. Senor, thank you, my friend. Uh, Cisco, the president of the Black Hole, wanna thank you, I'm not yelling into the mic, Bobby. I wanna thank everybody who's here. Thanks to the entire crew. And let's get it one more time. Hey, Raider fans, can I hear it one more time? Raiders! Thank you, Raider Nation, thanks to the Black Hole. Thanks to everybody, thanks to everybody from Modelo for putting on this remote. Tremendous crowd today, unbelievable atmosphere. I haven't seen the wind yet, so I'm gonna walk on the strip and see what that looks like. And we will be back on at three, three to five. Q is coming up next and then we'll have it all knocked out of the park for you tomorrow with our coverage again. Thanks again to Modelo. Let's hear it to Modello, our host today, for a great time. And I appreciate everybody else here. Yes, I'll take a picture. Raider Nation, yes. Thank you very much. Thanks to Bobby. Thanks to Jed. Thanks to Andrew Paul, who helped put this deal together, and everybody else behind the scenes. Have a great day, everybody. Hope to see you over the next couple days. Come on down to the Strip and wear black. This is the flagship of the Silver and Black.